0: Welcome to Jeremiah's Fifth Ministries, a place where you can grow in God's Word. Well, we are live, praise the Lord. How are you doing today? Are you doing good? Hey, I'm Jeremiah Smith, and I'm so glad to get to be with you today. And I hope that you're pumped up about your week. I believe we're going to have a good week this week. Do you believe it's going to be a good week? Well, you know, I believe that with the Lord's help and with the Lord on our side, we're just going to have a wonderful, wonderful week this week. Praise the Lord! You know, it's easy to go and just say, "Hey." This ain't going to be a good day, or this won't be a good week, you know, or, oh, Lord, here comes another week, you know, but we can also say, hey, this is going to be a great week, and God has some wonderful things in store for me this week, praise the Lord. Do you still believe this could be the year of more than what you could ask or think? You know, that's what's been prophesied for this year, and I believe this is going to be the year that's more than what you can ask or think this year. Before it's over, you say, well, it hasn't gotten there yet, Jeremiah. Well, you know, well, the year's not over, and uh, you just keep believing God and I believe God will turn some things and make some things happen for you right there where you're at, praise the Lord. He's a good God. Amen, I, I, I can't say it enough. He's a good good God. Amen. And he's good to you today. You know, I don't believe you tuned in by accident. I don't believe you just happened to turn this on today. I believe God's got something he's trying to convey to you and be a blessing to your life today. If you'll stay tuned and let the Holy Spirit minister to you and keep you encouraged today, praise the Lord. He's a good, good father. Amen. Well, you know, you can catch us live every Wednesday and Sunday here. You know, uh, on uh, Wednesdays, we've got uh, some teaching going on for uh, your God-given purpose there and uh, you know you can check those out i've been posting those and uh, you can check those out on wednesdays there so if i'm not here for some reason you know there's always a message so it's it's good that you uh that you follow us on jeremiah smith we're always posting something to feed your spirit there on that on the website there for you each uh, wednesday or sunday if i'm not here for some reason but uh, you can listen to those messages and get caught up there and enjoy that message those messages about finding your god-given purpose it's important that we know our purpose it's it's important we need to know, you know, it's important to know why we're here. You didn't just happen to be here, you know, to take up space or just to be, a, you know, someone that just breathes air. God has you here for a purpose and he has a plan for you. And I believe you'll find that plan with the Lord's help for those messages. So you might check those out on Wednesday. Of course, on Sunday, I'm here live right here with you today. You know, seldom do I miss a Wednesday or a Sunday, I'm sorry, with you. And it's at 4 p.m. Central time. And sometimes I'm a little bit late, but I'm here about 4 p.m. Central Time uh, to do live messages with you here on Sundays, praise the Lord. So you can catch us, like I said, on Wednesdays at uh, 6 p.m. Central Time and uh, Sundays at 4 p.m. Central Time. So wherever you're at, all around the world, I was checking there just recently about all the places where uh, this ministry ministers around the world, and it is amazing. You know, this last month was amazing how many places across America and around the world, I mean, just places all over the place that the word has been going Going out ministering to people and it's exciting to see how many people it's ministering to we've oh man we've put hours and hours live we've had uh, thousands of messages going around the world And uh, it's exciting to see all the ministry that is going on through uh, Jeremiah Smith Ministries here, praise the Lord. We started this back with just a prayer, you know, and me on my knees and and, uh, by the sofa. And man, it's just amazing how God's used those messages to minister to people all around the world. And it is exciting to see what he's doing. You know, we really won't even know until we get to heaven how many people have been saved through this ministry and how many people have been impacted, but we hear great things and it's exciting to see what he's doing today, praise the Lord. Lord, so you know, if you want, you can listen to the live messages. If you can't catch the live message, don't be sad, don't be down. I kid with you. You can listen to the rebroadcast on Spotify, Google Music, iTunes, Listen Notes, Podbean, TuneIn, Off Alexia, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Deezer. You can listen to some Pandora, Amazon Music, Verbal, iVox, Audio Junkie, Pod Chaser, Player FM, Samsung, and of course, this video will be posted. We try to get them up by 9 uh, p.m. Central Time. here here at America, if you wanna watch them on YouTube, if you can't catch it today, you should be able to catch it by in the morning. Uh, But uh, we will put the video out there. If you like to listen to the videos, some people like videos and uh, we put those out there on YouTube so you can check those out if you'd like to. If you'd like to give, there's no pressure to give. All of our messages are free. And if you wanna get the copy of a message, you can go to jeremiasmithministries.podbeam.com and hit the download thing. And uh, you can download it there or download tab button. (laughs) are <laughs> there at com, and you can get the message free. But if you'd like to give, if it's on your heart to give and you want to partner up with us, go to com and hit the pages and go to the giving there and uh, you can partner up with us there if you'd like to praise the Lord. So we're so glad that we get to be with you today. It's exciting. I believe God's going to do some wonderful things. For you today, this will be our last message on uh, facing a a killer, and uh, we're going to be talking a few things about different things that I feel like the Lord's put on my heart today, and uh, we're going to minister on those things today. So get your Bible, get your tablet, get your phone, get everything you need to read the word, and I believe that you're going to get some things out of the message today. I believe the Lord's put some specific things on my heart, and uh, we're going to take them about that, go that direction with these things. You say, well, Jeremiah, you've been talking about all kinds of different things along this line. You've taken them out of the chapter of of Ephesians. They're talking about the armor of God in the sixth chapter. Uh, But, uh, you know, there's some things that have been added at the end of the uh, armor of God we're going to be talking about today. And it has to do with that spiritual warfare that we face on a daily basis. You know, we don't come to exalt the devil, uh, but we do talk about uh, we're talking about a war that we're facing on a daily basis. He's our defeated foe. He's lost, but of course we have to do our part. Everything, we have the victory in everything, but we have to do our part on a daily basis. You know, you can easily, uh, you know, let him do what he wants to do in your life, but of course you can also uh, take advantage of what God's done for you at the cross or what Jesus done for you at the cross and you can have victory on a daily basis, praise the Lord. So we're gonna be talking about those things today. Let's go ahead and pray. Father, we just thank you, Father, for your goodness. We thank you, Father, for your mercy. You've been so good to us. We thank you for your precious Holy Spirit today. Oh, we love you, Holy Spirit. And we thank you for being here with us today. And we ask that your Holy Spirit be our teacher and be our help and our standby today. We ask that you flood us with light and help us to see some stuff we've never seen before today by your precious Holy Spirit today, Father. And Father, we just ask the Holy Spirit that you have your way in everything that we do here uh, for this hour or a little bit over today. And we just thank you, Father, for today. And we thank you for your precious, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And we give you the praise and glory for it in Jesus' name. Help no one to leave without getting something from you and what they need today, Father. Help that person, Lord, that's really needing direction to get the direction that they need, Father. Help that person that has some questions to get those questions answered today by your precious Holy Spirit. And Father, we just thank you, Father, for it in Jesus' name. And we believe we receive that today in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. And we thank you before we go, Father, we always want to magnify you. We want to minister to you. Thank you for being good to our families and taking care of us. Father, thank you for always being there in advance for us in every area of our lives. And we just thank you, Father, for your precious love. And thank you for Jesus and your mercy and your grace today. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, I'm so glad to get to be with you. We're going to have a good time. Are You you believe that? Well, let me grab my donut cup here. This is what my wife got me here. And Get a little drink there, and we're going to get started today. Are you ready? Well, grab your Bible, get your tablet. We're going to go over to 1 Timothy 6, 12. And as we get into that, you know, I was thinking about a story as I was doing this message the Lord had put on my heart to talk to you about today. And I remember, you know, I was about, oh, goodness gracious, I was in the first oh, couple of years of Uh, After being born, I was very small, you know, I I was walking by this time, you know, and my family actually went out uh, to go swimming at a pool. I believe this is about the time my father had gotten a divorce from my mother. They weren't saved when I was younger. And, uh, you know, my dad had gotten an apartment and uh, he was living by himself, you know, and he had in the apartments, he had a pool, you know. And uh, we were out, out there and everybody was spending time together. As I remember, my aunt was there and some other family. And uh, I was very young, so it's hard to remember the whole story, exactly what happened. But it was very interesting because I was on the end of the pool, you know. And I, at the end of the pool, just a few years of age, you know, and uh, everybody's swimming and having a good time. My dad was actually not in the pool. And uh, I was on there, but I guess I was playing on the side of the pool. The next thing I know, I fell into the pool. And I quickly, I was sinking to the bottom. As I remember, I got all the way to the bottom of the pool. Well, my dad had seen this on the other side of the pool, and he, as he looked across there, he saw what had happened, and he dived within the pool. And it was amazing how fast he got from one end of the pool all the way over to the other side, because he saw his son had fallen into the pool. And I remember, boy, he dived. It was like a missile coming across that pool. My father flew across that pool swimming so fast because, boy, he could go. He he was quick. And he got me from the bottom of that pool, brought me up, and I was just fine. He got me out and laid me on the side. They were checking me out, you know, as I remember, you know. But it was amazing, you know, how fast he was there to save me when I was falling in the pool, you know. And I was deep in over my head. I was in a situation that didn't look good. But, you know, it's amazing how a father can step in and help you when you're way over your head in a situation. You ever been in a situation like that when you're in over your head? You really couldn't do anything about the situation. You know, you ever been faced with a situation like that, you know, and yet the father can jump in and he can come and change the whole circumstance, you know? Well, you know, this happened to me when I was very young, you know, showing the father's love, you know, my father was always like that, you know, it'd be cold and he'd have a big jacket and he'd have his boys under his his jacket, you know, to keep us warm, you know, he's a good father, you know, and he, he would take care of us. I remember that was out on the playgrounds, you know, during the winter, you know, he'd been out there with us. You know, and he kept us warm But he's, he was always a good father, you know But all, he jumped in to bring me out of a circumstance that was amazing You know, that I fell into And I was far away from him But he could move quickly You know, God can move quickly in a circumstance Whatever you're facing today Whatever you're going through He can, he can move quickly in a circumstance You know, he's very protective And he's there for your aid If you need him to be there for your aid He's, he's a good father But you have to depend on him. You have to trust him. Maybe today you haven't accepted him as Lord of your life. You know, he's a good father. He'll be there if you're over your head today. If you're in a situation that's way over your head today, he'll be there for you. He's a good, good father. Well, that's going to apply. You're going to see in this message. But, you know, he can bring you out of a circumstance that's way over your head. 1 Timothy 6.12 says it like this. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold of eternal life, whereinto thou art also called, and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. So we are in a fight, right? And and the devil—he's not playing any games, especially today. You know, he's using every avenue he's got to bring a believer down. You know, trying to get them above their head in situations, getting them into circumstances very hard to get out of. You know, he's—he's not playing games today. You know, he wants to stop you from—he wants you to lose your faith. He wants you to get up, and and he doesn't want you going towards God. Remember Job? You know how he he said, man, he—he is talking to God about Job, and he talked about if you take away these things, you know that. Job will turn and he won't have anything to do with you. You know, he, he, he isn't playing games. He's trying to get you to turn from the, the master. He's trying to get you away from the good father, you know. But, you know, God's way, way ahead of him. And God knows how to help you in a circumstance. And he knows the directions to keep you going and make sure you're safe. You know, he's the God of heaven and earth. And he knows exactly how to keep you afloat and help you to come through every circumstance if you'll stay true to him. Praise the Lord. Ephesians 6 and 11th verse, these are the verses we've been looking at today. And we've been talking about the armor of God. And we're going to be looking at the last verses today here. But we're going to go ahead and read this here again, uh, the 11th verse, and it says, Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand, stand therefore, and having your loins girt about with truth, and have it on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation, of the gospel of peace above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication, the spirit watching there with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. So those are the scriptures we've been looking at, you know, and we've talked about, you know, the full armor of God. And, you, and well, I don't know if you noticed this, but these are the basic tenets of our faith, basic tenets of the things that we need to be doing on a daily basis, talking about protecting your mind, protecting yourself with your faith, Using your mouth, your words to speak. Notice that these are all basic truths that he's telling you are part of the armor of God that you have to use on a daily basis. You know, if you're not being successful, you can look all, look through these parts of the armor and you can see how you're not, you know, what you're not doing. You know, this should be your checklist when you get up in the morning, what you should be doing on a daily basis. Praise the Lord. Notice that they're basic things. Your words, your mind has to do, of course, with your hope has to do with so many different things that are just your basic things you need to do on a daily basis. But we're going to talk about another one today, and I believe it's going to be a blessing to you. Ephesians 6.11, we, we were going over this, and I'm being redundant about it because it's so important. The 6th chapter 11th verse, and this is the Amplified Version, says, "...put on the whole armor of God, for his precepts are like the splendid armor of a heavenly-armed soldier, so that you may be able to successfully stand up against the schemes and strategies and deceits of the devil." our struggle is not with flesh and blood contending only with the physical opponents but against the rulers against the powers against the world uh, forces of this present darkness against these spiritual forces of wickedness and heavenly spiritual places but notice though, our war is not with people right did he just say that to me? Yeah, our war is not with people, even if it's somebody in the world that's not saved. Your war, your war is not with them. It's a spiritual war, and of course he does try to use people. That's how the devil works. He tries to use people. On a, you know, and it's much easier for him to use somebody that's not saved because they're not even trying. You know, to walk and love and try to you know do the things that they need to be doing that God has them to do. But, you know, and also disobedient children, you know, of God, you know, it's even it's more challenging, but, you know, it has nothing to do. With people, God loves people. He gave his son for people, didn't he? he gave, his, Matter of fact, he gave his son for the world is what the scripture says. And so he loves people, you know? So our, we're not contending with him. We have a real enemy uh, with people. We're contending with the enemy. And so we have to keep the perspective in mind that we need to have on a daily basis, you know? That means if your brother in Christ upsets you, then you're not, it's not him. It's the enemy using him, you know? So you're supposed to love him anyway, Right. We're supposed to think the best of all people and love people. You know, maybe you got a kid that's acting kind of crazy, you know, well, you love your kid, but you don't have to like the craziness, right? You know, but it's not with people, right? If your wife's upsetting you, you know, or your husband's upsetting you, it's not with people. It's with you're fighting a spiritual battle. And so it's important that you're you're loving people no matter what you do. God wants you to love people and you know it's amazing how we get sidetracked and that i see on the internet you know sometimes i'll be on youtube and i'll see uh christians that are going after other christians that's not what they're supposed to be doing is going after other christians god knows how to deal with his children and god knows how to help his children you know you don't need to sit there and strategically battle against our uh, the body of christ matter of fact if if they're doing if they're trying to win souls they're doing something good you know maybe they're not doing it perfectly uh, but they're trying to do something good and you, you're you just kind of trying to hinder them, you know? And who gave, who says you know it all, by the way, when you're judging that person, you know? Who gave you all knowing everything about every person? You know, let God do his part and you just stay in love and be a blessing to someone else, praise the Lord. Now, that's not easy to do today's day and age. We, everybody's got an opinion. Everybody's got something to say, you know? But, you know, God wants us to love, love one another, and it's important that you make sure that you're not getting the back end of what's happening because you're not being in love with other people. And so it's important that we walk and be loving and strategically in love with every person. Praise the Lord. Now I'm not saying that Jeremiah here is perfect about loving everybody. I wish I was, but I'm working on it on a daily basis, just like you are. And it's important that we we stay in the right mindset and stay in love. You know, God wants us to love and be a blessing to other people, praise the Lord. Well, Ephesians 6.18 is a scripture what we'll be looking at today. Ephesians 6.18 says, Praying always with all prayer. Notice it says all prayer there and supplication in the spirit, watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. You know, I want you to notice there in that last part of that verse, he says praying for all and supplications for all the saints. If you're praying for everybody, you shouldn't have anything negative to be saying about them. If you're praying for them, you know, you're wanting good success for them. You're wanting good things to happen for all of them, you know. So it's important that we're praying for all the saints, especially the leadership and the, you know, the churches and around the world, Christian saints around the world. But it's important that we have the right mindset and we're keeping the right focus, you know, praying for all the saints. We want them all to do well. We want everybody to get saved. I don't care what denomination you are. You know, I want you to be successful and I want you to get as many people saved and go with us to be with the Lord, you know, meet the Lord in the air together. And so it's important that we're praying for all the saints. Praise the Lord. Praying with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. Ephesians six eighteen. the Amplified brings, brings, it, brings it up for us a little bit better amplifies it a little bit better and makes it a little bit more clear to us says, praying at all times on every occasion in every season. So we're supposed to be praying at every occasion and every season, you know, of your life, you know, prayer's not supposed to stop. You know, we're supposed to be praying all the time. You know, I remember uh, someone telling me about Pastor Cho, and uh, there, you know, and he was which had this huge church, I believe it was 800,000 people were the member, 800,000 members of his church. Powerful, man. Think about that. That's a massive church, you know. Well, they, they went to see him, this other pastor did. And he said, uh, as he went to see him, I believe it was him that went to see the pastor. And uh, he went in there and he said, well, what, what makes you so successful? Well, he took him downstairs. And he opened two doors and there were people praying like crazy down underneath he said this is the power of the church you know they're under down there praying you know, I remember one church that I was going to, and the one that had the biggest impact on my life. They, when I was there, they had a prayer clock, and they would pray all the way around the clock. You know, they would say, "Hey, this is the time I'm scheduling to pray," and they might come in for an hour, and then the next people take it up the next hour. But they had a prayer clock going around the round all the time. You know, at that church, you know, and man, that church had a great impact, and boy, it always had a great presence of God there at that church. You know, but prayer is the power that causes things to happen in your life. You know, it's important that we're praying all the time We're living in a state of prayer all the time, you know yeah, That means when you get up That means throughout your day, you know I was listening to a story just recently where brother About Brother Hagen. you know And he'd be watching a football game with I believe it was his son he was talking about uh, It may have been his son that was telling the story I'm trying to remember who it was And uh, he was sitting there watching the football game And he would look over and his lips were moving Because he was praying in tongues Even while he was watching the football game, you know and we need to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit and praying all the time. That doesn't mean you need to be out there, you know, all the time, but it means that you should be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Maybe he was praying for someone else or praying for a situation coming, whatever the Lord's praying through you. But you know, he he was sensitive to pray even when he needed to be praying during a game. You know, And we shouldn't be so out there we're not sensitive to the Holy Spirit. The Amplified Version says it like this. Ephesians 6, 18 says, Praying at all times on every occasion and every season in the Spirit with all manner of prayer and, and, uh, and uh, entry that, uh, to that uh, end, keep alert and watch with strong purpose and perseverance interceding on behalf of all the saints, God's consecrated people. Powerful thing about that, you saying all manner of prayer. You know, and that isn't our focus today, but I'm wanting to point that out to you that all manner of prayer is important. You know, not just one kind of prayer, you know, but all manner of prayer is important. And it's in your arsenal to help you on a daily basis. So you're putting on the whole armor of God, but you're you're going to have to be a person, a prayer, if you want to be successful, praise the Lord. You know, if you want to fulfill God's purpose for your life and you want to fulfill God's will for your life, you have to be a person a prayer. I am a person of prayer. I'm very big on prayer. Yes, my wife, she'll tell you, you know, I'm a person of prayer, you know, and you have to be a person of prayer on a daily basis. First Corinthians 14, 15 says it like this. And I use a lot of scriptures and I know I'm throwing a bunch at you and you can write them down, rewind it if you need to there. But it's important that you get this scripture here. And I believe that it'll be a blessing to, to you. The 15th verse is, what is it then? This is Apostle Paul talking to the Corinthian church. He says, I will pray with the spirit and I will pray with the understanding also. I will sing with the spirit and I will sing with the understanding also. Notice what he's saying though. He's saying there's a natural type of prayer, which we need, right? A physical type of prayer, which we need, you know? And then there's also a spiritual side of prayer. Jesus talked a lot about natural prayer. And you can see lots of scriptures on natural prayer. He talked about Mark 11, 24, talked about the prayer of faith. You know, whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe you receive it and you shall have it. Speaking to the mountain, he talks about the 23rd verse, 22nd verse says, have faith in God. But, you know, he's talking to you about the natural side of praying and believing that you receive what you need. You know, some people may call it the prayer petition where you're writing out all the things that you're believing God for. And you can go back to my series on prayer if you'd like to, to learn more about that. But, you know, making a list. And if you haven't done that, you should make a list, you know, so that God can, you can believe God in prayer for the things you need to believe him for. You know, maybe you're in a circumstance right now, you know, and I've done this so many times, it's unbelievable. Got a list going right now, you know, for believing God for certain things you know but how are you going to know if those things are coming if you don't make a list how do you know what you're believing for if you don't have a list you know it's important that you're making a list of what you're believing god for the second for another prayer you know and i'm not going to get into all of them but another natural prayer is the prayer of agreement powerful powerful prayer You know, think about two people's faith being involved, you know. Before we start this podcast, you know, me, my wife, and my son, we agree in prayer for you that you're getting something out of this podcast, you know. We know that the power of agreement. And we all three get in agreement, three people's faith getting together to see that you're getting what you need out of this podcast. Think about that today, you know. If you're not getting what you need, I'm, I'd be very surprised because we're all putting our faith towards you. We want you to get what you need out of this podcast. The third verse is the, or the third type of prayer that is another natural prayer, which there's a lot of prayers and a good book on a prayer. If you don't want to listen to my series, is The Art of Prayer by Kenneth Hagin. And he talks about it, breaks down all these prayers for you. The Prayer of Consecration creation dedication is another good one. Jesus did this. He rededicated his life, you know, in a tough circumstance in the Garden of Eden, when he rededicated his life to the Lord, or he dedicated his life to the Lord right there, you know, to make sure that he, he stayed in the will of God. Think about that today. And maybe you're in some circumstance that you're fighting, you're having challenges, good to consecrate yourself, grab out the communion and consecrate yourself and stay in that battle, praise the Lord, until it's over, you know, and consecrate yourself dedicating yourself to the lord all the time you know uh, you think about um, smith wigglesworth he used to one of the big things he would do every day he got up in the morning and he would take communion every day before he started his day wow think about that today consecrating himself getting him ready for his day dedicating himself to god's will on a daily basis powerful to think about praise the lord and think about all the success that he had because he was doing that but notice the key to all the the key to all this is the combination of everything if you look at that scripture we're talking about the combination of your natural prayers with your spiritual prayers why are you talking about spiritual prayers well there's a spiritual side of praying that's important as well and a lot of people chunk this out of their Bible, you know, but it's so important, Praying in tongues, right? It's important that you pray in the Holy Spirit. We call it the praying in the Spirit on a daily basis. If you haven't been baptized in the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues, it's important because in your spiritual warfare, it's a spiritual warfare. It's not just a natural warfare. It's a spiritual warfare. And praying in tongues is going to help you get the victory in a lot of circumstances that you're facing. And so it's important that you understand praying in tongues. Now, I know that some ministers they don't preach this, you know, I do. I believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues. And it's important. You know, you'd have to chunk out so many scriptures out of your bible do not believe in baptism of the holy spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues not to mention uh, paul who wrote two-thirds of the new testament he said i wish i prayed in tongues more than you all and thus he didn't just say pray in the spirit he said i wish i prayed in tongues More than you all he thought it was important and it's an important part of your prayer life so you need to make sure that you pray in tongues and so that you can be a blessing to someone else you know god might use you you might be the only one to stop and be sensitive to praying in the spirit for someone else you know you say well jeremiah what is that well you know when they got saved they got saved in the bible you go through the book of acts you'll study this they got saved then they would get water baptized And then they were baptized in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Uh, you can study that all through the book of Acts. That's how the progression was. You know, I call it the three baptisms. Baptized into Christ, baptized with water, and baptized with the evidence of speaking in tongues. You say, well, why do you say the evidence of speaking in tongues? Because that's what happened in the book of Acts in the second chapter. They were baptized with the Holy Spirit with the evidence. How do we know that they were baptized with the evidence of speaking in tongues? Because they spoke in tongues. <laughs> in the second chapter, with the evidence of spoken and speaking in tongues there. And I like the you know, I was trying to think of that version. There's a great version I have. It it breaks down the Weymouth version. That's what it is. And it breaks down that Weymouth translation, not a version. It's actually a translation. And it breaks down that scripture. And he says that they spoke with tongues as the Spirit gave them the words to speak. Think about that today. Now it's an unknown language to your natural senses, but He gives you a language to speak that He prays through you and behalf of you. And many reasons for that. I talk about that in wide tongues. If you want to listen to those messages, the reason why I refer you back to those series is not just because I'm trying to get you to listen to a whole bunch of me, but I break down those things in those series, and I can't break down all of them today because I have a direction the Lord's wanting me to go today. But you know, it's important. It's an important part of your walk of faith. Is being baptized with the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues, and He gives you those words to speak. Of course, He didn't make you move your mouth, but you have to speak them, and the Holy Spirit takes them like on the direction that they need to go. Praise the Lord! Powerful to think about. Good stuff. Amen. Well, you know it's important that we pray in the natural, and we were looking at that verse. And notice, let's look, let's look at that again there. And First Corinthians fourteen fifteen says, "What then? I pray with the Spirit." And I will pray with my understanding also. So the first one, he doesn't have an understanding of, does he? Did you hear what I said there? I will pray in in the spirit and I will pray with my understanding. That type of prayer I have an understanding of, but pray in the spirit, I may not have an understanding of it. And it's because it's a language between you and your father. It's a special language between you and God, praise the Lord. And I will sing in the spirit. And I will sing with my understanding. So there's actually a singing in the spirit that you can do. You may not understand. A worship that you may not understand. But there's also a a singing where we do understand. You know. Have you ever sung in tongues before? I've done that. You know. And you may not understand it. But sometimes just worshiping between you and the Father. You know. And so it's a special language between you and him, praise the Lord. So, you know, you're not ever going to understand it, you know, and if there was another thing after the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking tongues, I would jump in line because anything gives me an advantage over my enemy, anything that helps me to have a closer relationship with the Lord, hey, you let me be the first in line to do it. <laughs> Amen. You let me get in the front of the line because I want more of God. I want more of whatever I get of him, praise the Lord, so I can have a stronger relationship with him. And let me just let you know, in your fight with the enemy, this is going to be one of the most important things that you have is to pray in the spirit. And we're going to talk about that why and we're going to talk about why that's so important if i can spit it out right <laughs> but we're going to talk about that a little bit and so it's important to be... i like what my pastor used to say you know brother hagan jr and this is something he's well known for this is one of his most important statements that he's ever made and best quotes that he ever made he says taking the natural and the supernatural to make an explosive force of god knows what he says they're taking the natural and the supernatural to make an explosive force for god You know, so you can have the natural thing, you know, but the but you need the supernatural to have an explosive force for God. So your natural prayer is not the only thing that's going to bring you through. You need the other part, and it's important that you have that with your prayers. Something interesting, if you know, you look back at this prayer here. He says, and uh, we're looking at Ephesians again, the six six eighteen. He says, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirits. He's saying. With all your prayers, you're going to need this part of it. This is the part that's going to help all your prayers come to pass. You know, this is an important ending to your prayers. You need to take a little time and pray it out in the spirit. Whatever it is, whatever you're praying for, you know, to really get the victory in those prayers, it's important that you pray in the spirit i remember listening to uh, andrew walmack one time and he had a really good uh, thing to say about this I, he was uh, talking about how he'd been praying and he's believing to sell a house that he had you know and he really needed to sell this house uh, i can't remember all the circumstances behind it but he needed to sell it and it was taking way too long he was believing god for this house to sell and he was trusting him for it to sell but it just wouldn't sell he's like why won't it sell you know, and so he felt led to pray in the Spirit. So he prayed in the Spirit and prayed in the Spirit and prayed in the Spirit, and suddenly he got a great victory in the household. But it's interesting because he, he had to pray in the Spirit, and some things happened that he couldn't see on the surface. You know, there's a lot of things within your prayers on the surface that you don't see, but you know, God sees it. He sees what's really going on in the whole picture. You're never going to see everything. He he sees all things, doesn't he? He sees both sides of things. I'll give you a good example. In this particular situation with Andrew Womack, he's trying to sell his house, but uh, someone was keeping him for, his house from being sold, but was the person that was going to buy it. He wanted to buy it for a long time. He said something like a year he wanted to buy this house. The guy ended up buying it. And uh, it's interesting because the guy couldn't buy it until he sold this other house he had. It was going to give him the money to buy the house that Andrew had. <laughs> you know. But after Andrew had prayed in the Spirit, his house sold that he was trying to sell. Then he was able to buy Andrew's house. So there was something going on there that he didn't see. And it's amazing how the Holy Spirit sees that full picture and he kicks it into gear with your prayers. It's the natural and the supernatural come together. For a mighty force of God. God, you can get a great victory on a prayer in the Holy Spirit that you can't get on the natural prayer, you know, with just a natural prayer. And it's important that we're listening to the Holy Spirit so he can make those things happen for us. Praise the Lord. He knows. He sees all things. Let's look at John 14, 16. And uh, we're going to look at that real quick in John 14, 16. Wonderful verse. We're going to look at a few verses about the Holy Spirit here. But, you know, he sees a whole lot more than you see in your circumstances. You know, he, he's God and he sees a whole lot more in your situation than what you see. You know, and he can work it out in more than a million ways, your circumstances, if you let the Holy Spirit work it out. You know, don't. why would you limit everything just to a natural prayer? You know, you need to get God involved in your prayers, not just praying and standing on your covenant, you know, and God honors that. But you can make things happen a whole lot quicker if you let the Holy Spirit get involved in your prayers. Praise the Lord. John 14, 16 says it like this, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another comforter. Now, the Amplified breaks this down as a counselor. He's a helper. So he's bringing out the Greek there, intercessor, advocate, strengther, and standby, that he will remain with you forever. Notice he doesn't just take off from you. Some of you feel alone out there. You know the Holy Spirit's with you. He did not take off from you. He's there with you. But you notice he's your counselor, he's your helper, he's your intercessor, your advocate, strengthener, and standby. He's there to help you on many different fronts. They help you in lots of areas. You know, especially in prayer. When you're fighting your enemy. When you're dealing with an enemy that's trying to take out your circumstances and you're above water, underwater, like I was talking about in that story earlier, you know, I, I I was under, (laughs) but the father could bring you up above your circumstances. If you'll let the Holy Spirit in your circumstance help you through prayer. John 14, 26 says it like this. It says, and I'm reading the Amplified versions once again here because it's bringing out the Greek a little bit more than this. But the comforter, counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, stand by the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name. In my place to represent me and act on my behalf. He will teach you all things. And he will cause you to recall will remind you of bring to your remembrance everything i have told you think about that though once again he says he's a counselor he's a helper he's an intercessor advocate strengthener and standby think about that he's your standby he's there with you he's to help you but he's there to help you in the circumstances that you're in Many verses on this. John fifteen twenty six says, But with the comforter, counselor, helper, advocate, intercessor, strengthener, standby comes whom I will send to you from the Father. The Spirit of truth who comes, proceeds from the Father, he himself will testify regarding me. Praise the Lord. Think about that today. You know, he told him to tarry there in the book of Acts in the second chapter. He says, tarry there and wait for him, you know. And he didn't want them to go do anything else until they were empowered with the precious Holy Spirit. And you'll notice there, if you study, he comes upon them. When you're born again, he comes within you. But when you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, he comes upon you for service. And to help you in many different areas and to help other people, he comes upon you. There's a difference of him coming within you for being born again. And there's a difference of him coming upon you for the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. But he told him, he said, go wait for this experience. Should some of y'all be waiting for this experience if you don't have him? How much more could you do for the Father If you've had this experience how much more and Peter when he had this experience he ministered to thousands think about that today after the experience think about that in your life how many more people could you minister to how many more people could you help with the Holy Spirit helping you today you know and you know he's gonna help you in warfare for others getting people saved gonna help you in circumstances Peter was way more effective after he was baptized in the Holy Spirit, you know. You say, well, do you believe in Mary? You know, if you're Catholic out there today, yeah, I believe in Mary. She she was there with Jesus at the cross and then she went into the upper room and she got baptized by the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. I believe in Mary and I believe that, you know, today that she would want you to have this experience today with the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues and ministering to thousands, praise the Lord, because of that empowerment by the precious, that dynamite power of the Holy Spirit, praise the Lord. John 16, 7 says it like this. However, I am telling you, of nothing but the truth when I say it, it is profitable God expedient uh, I like this is really good profitable good expedient and advantages uh, for you that I go away think about this so he says that it, it was expedient and it, it gives advantages I'm going to try to say it right advantages can I say that <laughs> more of an advantage to you if I go away to send the Holy Spirit. He says, because I do not go away. If I do not go away, the comforter, the counselor, the helper, the advocate, the intercessor, the strengthener, the standby will not come to you into close fellowship with you. But if I go away, I will send him to you to be in close fellowship with you. He says, it's more of an advantage for me to go and send you this Holy Spirit. So he's saying you're going to get an advantage if you have the Holy Spirit in your life. Think about that today. You have an advantage because of what Jesus went and did at the cross and sent back the Holy Spirit. He wanted you to have an advantage in life. Think about that. In your life, right there where you're at today, meditate, ponder that a little bit. He wants you to have an advantage in life. He didn't want you just to have a mundane life, to settle for just any such life. No, he wanted you to have an advantage in life. You know, that means he can help you get a job. He can help you in a circumstance that you're facing today. He gave you the advantage, he gave you the Holy Spirit. You know, you're never without an advantage in your circumstance. You say, Well, Jeremiah, you have no idea what I'm facing today. Yeah, but you have the advantage if you're born again, especially if you're baptized with the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. You have the advantage through your prayer life and the Holy Spirit praying through you in the circumstances that you're facing today. Think about that. You know, your enemy may have thought he's got you down, but you have the Holy Spirit to help you pray your way out. <laughs> your enemy may have got you on every front, but you have the Holy Spirit there to help you on every man. You remember what Jesus, the Bible talks about? He said that if he knew that he was crucifying the Lord of Glory, he wouldn't have crucified him. Why? Because Jesus had the precious Holy Spirit. Yeah, he had the third part of the Trinity helping him in every circumstance. Think about that today, you know. In your life, Jesus showed us exactly how to live a life with the Holy Spirit. If you look at the four Gospels, he showed us how to live a life with well, the Holy Spirit helping us in every circumstance. In every circumstance, he was able to come through. He even walked through the crowd at one point, you know, just walked through the crowd, you know, when they were trying to push him off a cliff. <laughs> and maybe you're being pushed above your limits and being pushed off a cliff, and the Holy Spirit is bringing you through by his precious power. You say he went to the cross. Well, that was his destiny. He had to go to the cross to fulfill the purpose that he had for us. And you're not. That's not necessarily your destiny, but that was his destiny and so he went to fulfill his destiny. And the Holy Spirit, I believe, gave him the power to come through that circumstance. He resurrected him, didn't he? And he gave him in the middle of that circumstance. And he'll give you the power to come through every circumstance. He was empowered by the Holy Spirit on a daily basis. You know, remember when they, they showed it, they came back and they kind of showed their eyes what was happening there at the Mount of Transfiguration, you know, and they saw this glowing about Jesus. Think about that today, you know. He was glowing with the presence of God on him all the time. And he showed us how to walk in the Holy Spirit's power on a daily basis. But when you have that resurrection power in your prayer life, you're going to have victory on a daily basis. You need that power helping you on a daily basis, praise the Lord. He's the comforter. He's the counselor. He's the helper. He's the advocate, the intercessor, the strengthener. When you don't have strength, he's the strengthener. And he's the standby. But when you look through these scriptures, I just gave you, and I gave you many, you know, he says he's the helper. There's a theme there all throughout him. He's the helper. He comes alongside to aid you and help you in your prayer life. He wants to help you, you know, let him help you. You know, and some people are so, you know, (laughs) hard to help because they want to do it themselves, but they need to let the helper come help him help them in a circumstance you know he wants to help you and that's why he comes to help you pray in the spirit you know it's kind of like you know when i was in uh, school i remember i was in track you know i believe it was in middle school i was running track there and uh, for fun i'd run in track and they would take off we'd, we'd run oh i got some funny stories about running track i was a heavy kid And uh, my grandmother gave me stretchy pants, and I had lines that went across my shirt. I was a heavy little kid with stretchy pants on with thick glasses, you know, when I was younger. (laughs) But, you know, I remember they gave me a jogging suit, and we would practice our jogging. You know, we'd go to the gym and PE there. And uh, it was interesting because they'd filmed all of us, you know, and you'd see me running across there in my jogging suit. (laughs) And I had a line down the side of my jogging suit and they were like, there he goes, watch his arms, watch his arms, you know, there he goes, you know, and they keep rewinding me, and back when I was younger, we had like VHS tapes, and they would rewind me, and then there I'd go backward, then <laughs> I'd take off forward, backward and forward, little heavy kid with big glasses running with, but I had the perfect arms, you know, and uh, when I was in, uh, when I was jogging, <laughs> and but uh, I would run around the track, you know, and we'd take off, and we would pass the baton, you know, when we would jog around the track. We had a big old track there when I was at my school. And uh, they had tore down this track now. But uh, we, would, we would jog around this track and hand it off to the next person. and He would take it on even further. And, you know, that's exactly the way it works with the Holy Spirit. You pray what you know to pray. You start your praying in the Holy Spirit, you know, and, and to speak in tongues. And he takes it even further. He knows the directions to take your prayers. And he knows how to help your circumstances a whole lot better than you know how to help your circumstances if you let the Holy Spirit take that situation to another level. Let him to help you. You know, God has insight of your circumstances that you don't even know. We were talking about the Andrew Walmack situation. You know, you think about it. He has insight and inside information on how to make that thing work. And if you'll let the Holy Spirit help you in your circumstances that you're facing on a daily basis, the enemy, may, like I said, may have you under But God's kind of like a a life preserver. He'll bring you back to the top every time. And he'll guide you in that circumstance. And he'll make it work for your good if you let him do that. You know, he's a stronger person than you are in your circumstance. And he gives you an advantage in your circumstance. You know, me, my my wife and my son, we would do uh, arm wrestling sometimes recently. We were doing arm wrestling, you know. And it's interesting, you know, my son, he's gotten big. He's almost as big as I am now, you know. And uh, he's turning 14, just about a week or so, yeah, next Friday. And uh, it's interesting. He, he's gotten big, and I can we can arm wrestle, you know. But I'm still the stronger arm, you know. He'll he'll pull he'll pull at me, but I'm still the stronger arm because I have bigger arms, you know, and more mature muscles because I'm older, you know. And but boy, he's getting to be more of a challenge as he's growing, you know. But I'm always the strongest arm. He can't move my arm, and he tries to move my arm, and. We do that arm wrestling type of thing, you know, but it's always, you know, I end up being the winner in the circumstance. I don't mean to brag a whole lot, (laughs) but I'll hold my arm there, you know, and just let him push as hard as he wants to, you know, because I have the advantage. I'm older. And bigger, you know, and I have the advantage, you know, my wife, you know, we'll do the arm wrestling, you know, just for fun. We're all doing it together. Just kind of have fun. And she can't move my arm, you know, because I have the bigger arm, you know, and, you know, I have the advantage. I'm the, I'm the father. I've got more mature muscles. I'm bigger, you know, and don't tell me how big I am. I am trying to lose some weight here, but I'm bigger. And I have the stronger arm in the circumstance because of the advantage I win every time and you know god has a whole lot bigger advantage in every circumstance that you face today look at Deuteronomy 29 29 says it like this it says yet they are thy people and thine inheritance which thou broughtest out by thy mighty power and by thy stretched out arm he has a whole lot stronger advantage in your circumstance his arm can bring you out of any circumstance the holy spirit's referred to as his arm he's referred to in the Bible as his mighty arm. Think about that today, you know. And he wants to bring you out of circumstances. You remember how he parted the Red Sea? And he, he took care of them in circumstances, closed the Red Sea on the enemy, you know. And, uh, you know, I mentioned they were surprised, you know. They thought, well, we got them now. <laughs> we, oh, we're closing in. We got them now, you know. But all of a sudden, the strong, mighty arm with the, with the advantage came in and changed the circumstances. And maybe today your circumstances look like, well, hey, there's no way out. And, but there's always a way out with the strong, mighty arm of the Holy Spirit. He knows how to bring you out and he can make things happen more than a million ways. If you'll depend on him to make the things happen in your circumstances, he's a mighty arm. And he's mighty in your circumstances, if you'll let him do that. He, it says, yet they are the, thy people, thy inheritance, which thou brought us down by thy mighty power and by thy stretched out arm. He wants to bring you out of some circumstances. He wants to fix some circumstances for you. But sometimes you have to get out of the way and let the Holy Spirit in prayer bring you out of those circumstances. You know, he's the one that's going to take it even further. He's the one that's going to make it work. And he's going to help you with that enemy that's been pressing you on every side if you let the Holy Spirit do that for you. What is he going to bring you out of that you've been overwhelmed with today? What's he going to help you with in a circumstance where you're drowning you can't do anything else in the natural that you've done your best? Well, the Holy Spirit comes along and he's that mighty hand to help you and to bring you out in an overwhelming situation. Amen? Amen. Did you know the Holy Spirit is much more to deal with for the enemy? And he is. He's a whole lot stronger than the enemy. He can do a whole lot more than the enemy can do. And it's good to have him to help you on that. And, and Jesus knew this. He told him to wait for this experience. You know? And he knew that you were going to need help in certain circumstances facing your enemy on a daily basis. Notice that in, in your fight, Satan, on a daily basis, you have the advantage over him. You have the advantage of the Holy Spirit to help you. In every circumstance. Let's go to Psalm 139.1. There's some things you should know about the Holy Spirit, but let's look at Psalm 139.1. It says it like this It says, O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me, thou knowest my downsetting and mine uprising, thou understandest my thought afar off, thou compass my path and my lying down, and art acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word of my tongue, but lo, O Lord, thou knowest it all together. Think about that today. He knows about you. (laughs) He knows all about your circumstances and what you're facing today. He knows about you. You say, well, he doesn't have any idea what's happening to me today. No, he knows about you. He knows what you've been going through. He knows what's coming out of your mouth. He knows the hairs on your head. He told Jeremiah, he knew the numbers of the hairs on his head. He knows about you, He knows what you've been dealing with on a daily basis. He cares about you and he's very familiar with what's happening in your circumstances. Some things we must know about the Holy Spirit, we're going to look, some things we're going to talk about with him. but he's familiar with what's going on. But he, you know he's also paid the price for you to be able to work in that circumstance. He, he's also paid the price through Jesus so that you would have help in your circumstances that are overwhelming. He paid the price so that you can come through those circumstances, but he's given all that authority, and he's already paid for it. He's just waiting on you to take advantage of it, you know, in your circumstances. You know, powerful to think about, you know, in your circumstances. I remember, you know, I was in um, in Shawnee, you know, and uh, we 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 ate kind of scarcely there. We were youth pastors in, in Shawnee, you know, and we were just we were just thrilled to be in ministry. We were pumped up. We we're like this was our first opportunity to minister. And we were pumped up, you know, and man, you know, we I, <laughs> we had all kinds of interesting dinners there. You know, we, we were just eating what we could eat and we weren't getting paid a lot as youth pastors, but we were, we were just excited about being, you know, when you first start working for the Lord, you're just thrilled. I mean, I, I was thrilled about to be able to be a blessing to these young people, you know, and man, there were some scarce times, you know, and I'll never forget this guy came up to our house, you know, and. And he had this gold ticket, you know, and he said that we could go over They just open a brand new Cracker Barrel. If you're not familiar with that in your country there, this is a, a breakfast restaurant. And I mean, they have some good food there at Cracker Barrel. I still like Cracker Barrel to this day. But I, he came with these, this gold pass to go to Cracker Barrel, you know, and, and he said we could eat anything we wanted and all we could eat when we went over there. You know, and he dropped that off for us. I was like, honey, we got to go over there, you know. And we went over to the Cracker Barrel and I mean, man, I, I mean, we had plates everywhere <laughs> all around us, you know, we're eating all kinds of stuff at Cracker Barrel. We were thrilled, you know, I mean, man, biscuits and oh man, we had everything there you can think of. It was wonderful, a wonderful, wonderful meal, especially if you've been eating scarcely, you know, but if I'd never taken that ticket, if he gave me that ticket I never showed up there and I never took advantage of the ticket that he gave me. I would never have all that Cracker Barrel, and I wouldn't have got to eat this wonderful, wonderful meal. You know, and Jesus has paid for all kinds of things for you. He's paid the price for so much for you, but you have to take advantage of it. You have to use that ticket so that you can go and pray the things you need to pray for so you can have the advantage that you're supposed to have in life. You have to take advantage of it on a daily basis praise the lord he wants you to have good success he gave you the strong upper arm and the circumstance and you have to take advantage of it he's everywhere at once and it's important that you know that this is one thing about the holy spirit he's working everywhere he's working behind the scenes all over he's not just there in you and here in me he's everywhere you know i we, we did a short recently and my son gives me a hard time about it and, I, and i'm the short i keep repeating over and over and you can see it on youtube there and i'm talking about he's everywhere and he is he's and that's to your advantage he's able to work in your circumstances because he's everywhere at one time jeremiah 23 23 through 24 says i am the god at hand Think about that. Where you're at today, he's the God at hand. It doesn't matter what part of the country you're in, what island you're on. We have people listen to us on different islands. He's the God at hand. He's everywhere. And he's there where you're at. And he's at hand, saith the Lord, and not a God afar off. Can any... And it says can any hide himself in a secret places that i shall not see him saith the lord do not i fill heaven and earth saith the lord think about that today there's nowhere you can hide from him <laughs> nowhere you can go that you think you can be remote from him he'll find you he's god he's everywhere at one time and he's there, and that's at your advantage so that he can help you in all circumstances. You say, well, why is that important? We're going to talk about that. Jeremiah 23, 23 through 24, the message says it like this. Am I not a God near at hand? Now, you may feel like he's far off, but he's a God near at hand. He says, am I not far off? Can anything hide out in a corner where I can't see him? I am not am i not present everywhere whether seen or unseen he's present everywhere and you can see him in everything that he does on this earth i mean it's amazing you look at all the things he's created but he's a god everywhere at one time psalms 139 7 through 10 says like this whether shall i go from your spirit or whether shall i flee from Thy presence if i ascend up into heaven Thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. Think about it. He's everywhere at one time. He's, all, he's, from, he's into heaven. He's all the way down to hell. He's everywhere at one time. And think about the advantage that is over a devil that can't be everywhere at one time. Wow if you really think about that today that's quite an advantage of the holy spirit he's talking about he said where can i flee from Thy presence talking about the presence of the holy spirit being up in heaven all the way down to hell he's everywhere at one time that's powerful to think about quite an advantage over the holy spirit powerful 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 truths well you know that's one advantage he has and the devil can't be everywhere at one time but also the holy spirit knows everything You know, the devil don't know everything. (laughs) He's an angel and he's a fallen angel at that, but he doesn't know everything. We're talking about still facing your enemy. And it's important that you know that your enemy doesn't know everything, but the Holy spirit knows everything powerful. And he lives on the inside of you. If you're born again today, first John two 20 says, behold, you have an unction from the Holy one and you know, all things. Why do we know all things? Because the Holy Spirit brings us revelation and truths in every circumstance. You're always going to have the advantage. You're always going to have knowledge that the devil doesn't have. You're always going to know more in your circumstances that the devil doesn't know. 1 John 3.20 says it like this. It says, for with our heart condemn us, God is greater than our heart and knoweth all things. Boy, I like being on the side of God who knows all things. <laughs> Those that follow the devil. And boy, think about that today, you know. I was listening to my son the other day talking about there's some occults, you know, and how they, you know, they fall and worship the devil, you know. Well, isn't that crazy to follow someone who doesn't know all things? And he has no chance against a father who knows everything and the Holy Spirit knows everything. Think about that today, in all of your circumstances the strong arm in your circumstances the one that's going to bring you through every circumstance the precious holy spirit these are important important things to know about this holy spirit like i said because why because the devil he can't do these things and of course we can take a, we can take a advantage of the precious holy spirit who gives us the advantage in every circumstance if we know this about the holy spirit let's look at romans the eighth chapter 24th verse and these are going to be the last few verses i talk about here i've been going for about an hour i usually give myself about an hour in each message and uh, that's probably more than a lot of ministers i know a lot of them do about 30 minutes but i like to hit you with lots of scriptures i'm trying to teach you I want you to be educated. I want you to grow spiritually, you know. And, and so I put lots of scripture in there. And I take some time with you. So we're going to look at this. Romans 8, chapter twenty fourth verse. He says it like this. And these will be our closing verses here that we're looking at today. He says, For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why doth he yet hope for But if we hope for what we see not, then do we with patience wait for it? Now it's the 26th verse, and these are masterfully put together verses by the Holy Spirit, by the precious Paul, who wrote two-thirds of the New Testament in Romans here in the 26th verse. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, helps you when you're weak. He's that strong arm when you're weak. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he searcheth the hearts and knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. For we know all things work together for what? For the good to them that love God, to them who are the cold according to his purpose. Notice, though, he's saying, though, that the Holy Spirit, through this prayer and in the Spirit, he comes to work good in your circumstances. If you're in over your head and The circumstances and pressures of life are coming in on every side. He knows how to be that strong arm and to make the ways that need to be made in your circumstances. He makes the waves that need to be made in the circumstances. And so you're surfing on the circumstances of life, praise the Lord. He'll bring you through and he'll help you when you're in over your head, like we're talking about with that story where my father jumped in, you know. Well, the Holy Spirit will jump in to the circumstance. And he'll raise you up and bring you through that circumstance if you'll let him bring you through that circumstance. He wants to do that for you today. But sometimes you get to take a little time with him you know i know in my prayer life it's important uh, we old-timers used to call it praying through <laughs> well and i like how they put that because you're praying through and you're praying to a place of peace you know the bible talks about how the holy spirit uh, he gives you peace and he's a, he's the umpire of your soul and you look at how he brings you peace you know well you know you pray until you have peace about it you don't quit praying and You don't take a little time and pray. You want to pray until you have peace. Sometimes that could be 10 minutes. Sometimes that could be an hour or more. But you want to make sure that you have a peace in your heart about the circumstance, you know. And that, that tells you that you prayed long enough. When you have that peace, he's letting you know. The Holy Spirit, by that peace on the inside, it's hard to describe. Can't hardly describe it to you, but he just, there's a knowing and it's a peace that you have. And it's not like the world has, you know, there's a peace that he gives you, a precious peace that he gives to every believer. If you're spending time praying with the Holy Spirit, it's an intimacy with your prayer language with him, you know, and he brings a peace at the end of it as you pray with him praise the lord and he gives you that victory in the circumstance like i said the old timers called it praying through you know and sometimes you got to pray through i've seen we used to have a prayer group that i'd go to with my father you know and uh, with family and then we'd pray we'd pray through you know and i've seen all kinds of different things remember a particular major healing in that circumstance i remember one particular time an agreement in prayer that affected in my uh, things I did with the, with uh, ministry in a big way you know we prayed for some flyers and things like that and uh, man I mean there's a huge impact on some things I did for the Lord in that prayer group and it's but you're praying in a direction and some things in corporate prayer uh, cause major things to happen within corporate prayer in your life that can't happen just with yourself but it's it's powerful to think about on your on a daily basis where labors together with him. And the Holy Spirit comes and helps you on a daily basis do things you couldn't do before if he'll come together and let him pray through you and get that victory in every circumstance. He works all things to the good. Now, some people quote that and they say, well, uh, you know, God's working all things to the good. Yeah, but this is in the, in the context of praying in the Spirit. And You need to have the natural praying and you need to have the praying in the Spirit in every circumstance of your life. You need to let him pray through you so you, he can work through the, your circumstances the good that he's trying to work through you. Praise the Lord. Give you that victory in every area of your life. I was going to read this out of the Amplified Version because I thought it was really good. And uh, we'll, we'll look here in the 26th verse and start there. And it says, So too the Holy Spirit comes to our aid and bears up our weakness, for we do not know what we What prayer to offer now, how to offer it worthily as we ought, but the spirit himself goes to meet our supplication and pleads in our behalf with unspeakable yearnings and groanings to deep for our utterance. Think about that today. He comes to aid you and he gives you in the circumstance to pray through you the perfect prayer for your circumstance. You know, you may not even know what to pray. But he knows the perfect prayer in your circumstance. If you'd like to know more about this, you know I just got through doing a series on, on a Jesus, our intercessor, and it kind of brings more of this out to you. But he prays the perfect prayer in your circumstances to give you advantage, the strong arm, to help you through when you're facing your enemy praise the lord i hope you've enjoyed this series you know and i hope you've had a good time listening to these messages you know about how to overcome your enemy facing your enemy but this is a very important message here when it comes to facing your enemy and praying in the holy spirit praise the lord so let's pray father we just thank you father for your goodness we thank you father for your mercy today father help people father to get these truths in them father to get the victory in their circumstance today, Father. Help them to see, Father, that the Holy Spirit's going to be their strong, mighty arm if he'll let them, if he'll let him do that in their circumstance today. And we just thank you, Father, for it in Jesus' name. And we give you the praise and all the glory today in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Well, if you want to, you can accept Jesus right now. If you've been listening to this message, you say, man, I'd love to have him help me in the circumstance I'm facing today. Well, let's pray for you to get saved today. Let's start there. And you, when you get saved today, you're going to have that Holy Spirit helping you in every circumstance. The precious Holy Spirit, and He wants to come along, and be your help and your teacher and your standby today. So let's pray this together. We're going to be praying on Romans the tenth chapter, the ninth and tenth verse, and uh, we're going to pray this together today. Just repeat it after me today, Father. I believe that you've risen Jesus from the dead. And Father, I confess Jesus is Lord of my life right now. Jesus, come be Lord of my life right now. I dedicate my life to you, and I receive you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. If you prayed that prayer today, I believe this is going to be a day like no other for you. Amen. I believe this is going to be a change in your life like no other for you. He's going to come, and he's going to help you in your life today to fulfill that purpose that he has for you. If you'd like to contact us for prayer, praise reports, or offerings, go to jeremiasmithministries.popbeam.com. Thank you for listening.